So Chuck, what have you got? Uh, I probably once again have the newest movie. Um, you gonna talk about that time loop movie? Yeah. Okay. I've got a DC movie I could talk about. I've got ooh, what DC movie now? More DC. Is it animated now? now? Huh? Yeah. How are there so many DC movies? Because you they, guys keep talking about like twenty per week. There are like there are upwards of two dozen. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Modern day DC animated movies. Oh, yeah. kill me. They're not I'm bad. Glad I'm not watching them. They're not bad. They're really. Well, I, they're not. Okay. Embar- and they're all on HBO Max. I take yes, it? most of okay. them. Yeah. Not, I, not look, you them. know me. I wouldn't be watching animated shit if it was garbage. Like, yeah, it's 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 animation just in place of live action. It's stylistic, but it's just like this is a thing. Not because it's like it's anime esque or yeah. you know, like this is because we want to go zany. <laughs> it's just. It's yeah, because there's form. only one way that gets made. Yeah, yeah. And the one I watched only is one like way. a. Well, the one I watched is like a big comic book. Yeah. Thing, so it was. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like it would probably be easier. I wasn't gonna go find issues of Booster Gold to to follow the uh, the Flashpoint paradox. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the only way you're getting Gotham by Gaslight is in an animated form, right? Though that would be pretty cool if they actually did that. They're like. You know, but that'll never happen. I feel like that's what I mean. If if they can't pull together a cohesive like shared universe thing and keep actors hired and not piss off directors and all that bullshit, it's like just go nuts. Like if you want to make weird one-off movies, just do the things that fans want. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, hire a Superman. It doesn't have to be the Superman and go make like a Red Sun. You know, like people would go nuts if you made a live action Superman Red Sun or Gotham by Gaslight or any of these things. It's just like God, what's the one I had? There was an Elseworlds. I think it's called Speeding Bullets, where it's basically Superman becomes Batman. Hmm. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I the Elseworlds stuff is fun because it's just, you know, it's it's like coming to a what if issue where it's like, I know these people and I know enough about them, but I don't have to be an expert yeah. and it's not filled. Yeah. With and, <laughs> and Elseworlds was always better because like, what if always became like worst case scenario. Right. And Elseworlds was just like, what if Batman had Superman's powers and you know, Batman's origin. That's like, okay, that's kind of cool and interesting. And you could do something fun with that, you know, but you know, if it was, what if it would be like, and then he blew up the earth. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he failed to stop Galactus, and the Earth was eaten. I, 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 I almost like I, I almost want to do a side podcast that's just what if issues, but I'd have to do it with Harlow because like Chuck doesn't have the knowledge of all these things, and what if will spoil a lot of stuff that happens. But it's yeah. always like I would just love to do like the death count in every issue of what if, because like literally every issue, like half of the Marvel universe dies somehow because you know. Because the Punisher shot Spider-Man in, their, in his first appearance, you know, and then it's something like, oh, well, Spider-Man never saved the life of this person, this person. It's like, okay, so yeah, so literally everyone dies somehow because right. of this. Yeah, it was almost everything was like a domino effect thing to, to show you just how important every person was. It's basically like, what if we continue to write It's a Wonderful Life every month? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's just that that's one of those concepts that should have been better than it was. Well, hopefully There's this some... new thing, this new animated Disney thing, might do it better. Oh, that's right, they are doing what if, yeah. aren't they? Yep. I don't. I thought it was like gonna start soon, but I'm not sure. I'm loving the style of 
what I've seen, but I'll still give it a try. Yeah. Hey, it's it's free-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we've got the subscriptions, so might as well. It's on a service we're all going to have until yeah. the end of time. So. Right. Yeah, and I agree with your uh, little rant earlier, Chuck, about all the streaming services where it's Ugh. like everyone's like, oh, I don't want to go with all of them. And it's like, this is exactly what you people asked for. Mm-hmm. You said, I don't want to pay for Golf Channel, so mm-hmm. don't make me buy a cable package. And it's like, okay, here you go. And now they're like, oh, I, no. Yeah, too everything's much. a la carte. And people are like, I can't I can't have all these at once. And I'm like, yeah. so don't. Yeah. You and can't watch it all is, at once. This is exactly what you t- we told you would happen. Mm-hmm. Like we said, once they broke it up, you're going to start paying seven, eight bucks a month for each yeah. channel. And I, that's exactly how it ended up. I still feel like what I'm paying is cheaper than cable ever was. That's the thing. It's like it absolutely is. Yeah. I yeah, mean, except I think for like, everyone, you know, basic, like give me 15 channels cable. Yeah. You know? Which is trap. Right. Like I had that right. for a while right. and it like I, I bumped down at some point because, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in the early 2000s, it was like I had HBO and everything. And then it was like when my year was up, it was like, oh, my bill has gone from $50 to $150. Right. And I think that's what everyone thinks about. They're like, oh, well, cable, it's only like 50 bucks a month. And it's like, yeah, for that first year. Mm-hmm. And then the second year, they're like, okay, yeah, you're you're literally going to pay us $160 a month to get all your channels. So. Yeah. The, the yeah. top tier package on DirecTV right now is $225 a month. <sighs> I mean, yeah. the thing that kills me, I mean, granted, I understand like they they or whomever fucked up with the availability of the app, but like people that are complaining about HBO Max baffle me because it's the exact same price as now was. And that was just HBO content. And mm-hmm. this is like, here's a fuckload more for the same price. And it's like people are like, it's too purple. You know, yeah. And then people <laughs> are like, like what? I'm confused. What about HBO Go? Where's that? Yeah. It's like. It's a new app. Just it's, fucking download it's, the new app. It's in there. <laughs> well, goes the thing if you're paying for it through cable and you want to do the app stuff. It's like the Max and Slash Now is like, I don't want to have cable. I just want HBO. And now they're like, here's all this other stuff, like Criterion Collection and all the DC shit. Studio Ghibli, if you care about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there. Anime. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I keep seeing the. Uh, the preview image for whatever the new studio Ghibli one is the 3d yeah. animated one. And I'm just like, I can't see a world in which I watch that movie ever. <laughs> like, like I like all the possible universes that exist. I, I don't see one where I go, you know what? I'm going to watch that with the kid with the weird eyebrows. No, no. I haven't. I've yet to see a single person mention it on online. I, I there's yeah. zero buzz around that thing, but that's streaming services. Now there's zero buzz around anything that comes out. Yeah. It's just like everyone watches the big thing at midnight. Well, and by the time you wake up the next morning, it's either spoiled or people are and, so sick of talking about it. And we've also blocked all the anime people. So you know, that's true. Yes. That's probably why we're not hearing about it. That's you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. You don't me with anime. I will block you. <laughs> they're, they're... <laughs> that's, that's just how it works, man. Yeah. I will block you with the power of God and anime. <laughs> There's an important life lesson. You come at me with anime. I will block you. <laughs> no, I love that this isn't even the real episode. This is just us bullshitting. Yeah, why don't we start the episode? Oh, right. Now, everything we've talked about is good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can throw it on the end. There yeah. you go. <laughs> or do one of those late title card things we've done in the past where it's just like right. the title sequence comes in 45 minutes later yeah well it depends on if we've all been recording or not uh i have been i yep, have me, been me too yeah. well, there it's we all go. there <laughs>
Well, let's fucking go. All right. Well, here's All a right. clap for something. I don't, <laughs> don't know what. Just in case we'll you need Chuck to figure sink. out what's If going you need on. a sink somewhere, I do. I need to sync it up. Yeah. Rock and roll. Showtime. I just want you guys to see my balls when I get up from the chair. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast Variety Hour. Hey, hey, all right. Glad, it's a glad you just arrived. Like, nice of you to stop by. Welcome to the start of the show. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Yeah, and we're we're here. We're, we've been talking, and we're going to conti- keep talking. Um, yeah, we sure it's, are. It's episode, I don't give a fuck. It's 34. 34. Four, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah, and we're just talking about things we're not doing our normal thing because eh, whatever the world sucks we're not all vaccinated yet so yeah right you know One the deal day. you've turned on the television recently <laughs> yeah you've existed on this planet yes. in the past year you might have heard about it yeah yeah uh so does anybody have anything fun to talk about because i've been I, I i joined the mackie party and started watching a lot of depressing documentary things and uh well I, Chuck, I have a, Chuck watched something. New. Yeah, I have a gonna... recent happy movie. Okay, good because you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to lead off with the me getting angry no. and shit. No. Um. So, uh, I watched 2021's The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. It is the latest time loop movie, which is a weird sentence to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's true now. Time loops are a genre, and within that genre, there are little genres. Well, they have to keep uh, making them until they get it absolutely perfect and then they can right. stop making them that's, yes that's hollywood is part of it itself yeah. in a time loop so this one uh stars the girl who is the star freaky um okay. and a dude who i'm not familiar with he's a relative newcomer and they're teenagers who are stuck in a loop and okay. that is different than the other ones that we've had because this movie treats it like these are people at like a crossroads in their life. Like they are 17 years old. They don't know exactly what their future is going to hold, you know, where they're going to go from like high school or something like that. So they're not cynical assholes like, you know, Bill Murray and other people who are just like, man, fuck this, fuck everything about it. Um, it is, it is a very, very nice movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I maybe five years ago would have said it's, too sticky sweet and gross and i you know fuck movies <laughs> like this but at this point in my life like right now today i was like this is the sweetest thing ever and i love it so um yeah you know it's it's a high school movie it's a high school romance movie it's it's it, it does interesting things with the time loop stuff it is another unique perspective perspective on that um goes in interesting directions uh all throughout it will keep you guessing like what the hell is going on here because they mm-hmm. will keep dropping what seems like clues as to what's happening uh so it's one of those where the entire time you're like okay i mean like i get the premise but what actually happened like why is this happening um it's just it's just really good really good it's really on, nice it's on prime. amazon you said yeah. right yeah 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 i uh, just way it sounds at least the way you describe it is kind of what i've wanted in a time loop movie in that it's not one where they're like 
yeah, well, I tried to kill myself and just woke up again. You know, like someone who's like doesn't like. There's cause, not because no like, one even no one even asks, "Have you died?" Like no one yeah. tries. No one even considers like, well, maybe if we kill ourselves, we'll get out of this loop. Like that death doesn't even come up in that regard. Yeah, because I can't like. You know, obviously, and being such a fan of Palm Springs, I thought about it so much that I was like, if I was stuck in one of these, I don't think I'd ever try to kill myself. I'd be too afraid of it. And like, yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> too many of these are like, yep, yeah. eventually gave up trying to kill myself. I'm like, I don't know how many years it would take me before I'd even consider that. You know? Right. Uh, this one does have a very specific rule to it in that it, the world resets at midnight, mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing. So there's no flying to Mexico and staying up on... Uh, not no, it's, it's not it's not how far thing. can you push it before you fall asleep yeah. it is 12 o'clock you reset mm-hmm. um, okay. which which gives it a unique kind of we have to accomplish something before midnight or try this before midnight or something like that mm-hmm. um it it's it, it's weird to say that these they, they keep making these and you're like okay maybe these are played out stop doing it but like this one was over and I was like no make more of these <laughs> these are great mm-hmm. um because it, they are so different um I, I feel just like modern exam like the most recent examples happy death day uh, uh palm springs and this one even though they have the exact same premise are three totally different movies mm-hmm. so I don't have a problem with this being a thing. I you skim some reviews and people are like, oh, it's Groundhog Day again. I'm like, yeah, but come on. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie does at least the characters are aware of Groundhog Day and say it out loud. So, well, I'm sure you could look at things that they enjoy and just go like, Ugh, another Seven Samurai, Ugh, another Die Hard, Ugh, another you know, like, yes, all the templates I was alive of in the 90s here. where every yeah. movie was a Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard on a Blank was the the genre, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm used to this. I can I can accept this for a while. If it's going to be a trend, fine. And when it starts to suck, I will go, hey, you you should knock it off. But mm-hmm. we're not there yet. Um, yeah, the, the the crappy knockoffs with no good script haven't shown up yet, right? Because I feel like that's one where you like the script has to be good because you've had to have worked on it so much. Like it's, it's tough to make a time loop movie where it's like, okay, we're doing the same thing over and over and have it be like a first draft script. Yeah. No, you know? this is like, like this there's is just well... no way to do that properly. There, there are a couple of moments where you're like, how did you have the time to do that? But then it kind of explains it away. So mm-hmm. there's thought put into this. Yeah. Um, and there, there's some, they do some, some good, like, okay, you've been in this a long time. You are coordinated and, you're choreographing your day and I get that. So that kind of neat stuff is here too. So that mm-hmm. I think that's, that's just a thing like you have to do is someone who has been in this time loop for a long time, knows exactly where all the pieces are and just kind of floats through the day. It's just like point at that, stop this from happening, mm-hmm. you know, wave at that person. Um, I, I just don't, they did themselves an extreme disservice with a title like that. I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I feel like the most basic market research would tell you like movies with a title that long and, and obtuse as that, which is like nobody can remember to have suggested to anybody, you know? It, it was a week after this came out 
that I someone described it as a time loop movie. Right. Because before I was just like, oh, it's just one of these. I bet one of them's dying or something, you know, and it's (laughs) (laughs) that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, then the one you think is going to die lives and the other one dies. Yes. The map map to the crag, to the path, to the (laughs) circumference of my universe. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, she's got Lou Gehrig's disease and he's a beekeeper yeah. <laughs> and he's Lou Gehrig <laughs> and he's like give me back my disease <laughs> or else I'll die <laughs> if you give it to what him to he do? will leave yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah it, was, it wasn't until I posted it in our discord because I had just seen someone describe it as a time loop movie I was like oh is that what that is well I have to watch that right away so yeah yeah, I'm glad I did. I'm really glad I did. Um, it's very nice. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we like nice things. It's it's a very nice thing. It yeah. is it is supremely nice. <laughs> well, speaking of not nice things, Harlow, <laughs> what you've been watching? Um, Tell us about some documentaries. Yeah. You, you're, well, okay. You're so moving was, in on my corner here. Well, it's not all completely like I'm, I'm not watching. I didn't intend to set out to watch like miserable documentaries. Like some of them are like you, you know, you look at the subject. Unlike you're like, me. Well, I'm saying like you look at the subject and like this is going to piss me the fuck off. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and there I was really to you, immigration nation. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, only one of these episodes going in where I was like, oh, I don't. Well, okay, maybe two or three. But I'm saying like they're for the most part this series. I wasn't necessarily prepared to get as angry as I did at things I didn't know anything about. But mm-hmm. I'll start with the positive first. I decided to go back and um, rewatch the Cosmos series from a few. Well, actually, mm. it's like almost 10 years ago now. It's a long time they did the first one. Um, and then because I realized they did a second one that I never watched and realized they're all on Disney Plus, I think, because <laughs> I think they're National Geographic slash Fox things. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's why they finally popped up on there. Um, but yeah, I I. I really like those. It's like, that's such a weird way of getting people together. Like that is such a weird collection of people that just got together and decided to make that. Like it's executive produced by Seth MacFarlane, but also like right. Brandon Braga from Star Trek. But it's like, okay, well they met obviously doing the Orville stuff and it's like, yeah. And obviously I think Neil deGrasse Tyson has shown up and done voices on animated shit for him for years. So it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird because it's like I still think that like there's a there's an earnest, you know, interesting, smart person side to Seth MacFarlane. It's just like he was like, oh, the being dumb and fart jokes and referencing things with no context is what gets me the money. Well, he, that's easy. You know, he just can't shake that edgelord bullshit. He's just that, every once in yeah. a while is just out there saying bullshit. And sure. it's like, yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm saying I, I still feel like there's maybe somewhere like locked behind a closed door in his brain is like an actual like earnest talented person who has a love for certain (laughs) things because it's like the Orville is like a remarkably earnest and heartfelt show and it's just like it's such a bizarre thing because it's like I was not expecting that and you know Cosmos is earnest and it's like never jokey or anything it's just like hey that shit was cool in the 70s we should probably like redo that because you know a lot of new shit has come to light dude you know (laughs) like so yes uh, you're right yeah (laughs) so yeah it's 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 cool stuff and you know it's it's nice to like watch something like that, especially now. Cause it's just like, 
you know, whatever. I know we're when you're you're knee deep in the shit, it's hard to go like, yeah, well, you know, it could be worse. We could be neck deep in shit, but <laughs> like, but at least this is like gives you the hope of like, yeah, it's still a big fucking crazy cosmic universe, and you know, maybe there's some hope somewhere. <laughs> We've made it to Mars, right? Yeah, with a rover, so, so. yeah, and a helicopter, mm-hmm. yeah, and a sky crane. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but yeah, so on to the more depressing things. I, I guess I'll, I'll just knock the one thing out because it's not finished, but I decided to go ahead and start watching the Pharaoh versus Alan or Alan versus Pharaoh thing on HBO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, four parts. <laughs> like, and there's only one. And yeah. I'm like, shit. All right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get all the way through it, but I just did decide to check it out because felt like it was probably going to be in the zeitgeist or something so uh, i feel like yeah. i should finally watch annie hall before i watch that so i can say all right i saw it and now i can <laughs> officially never watch any any more of his movies again yeah yeah i mean it's that's a fucked up situation i mean it's a clearly it's a multiple level fucked up situation because it's mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where i i don't know at what point you cut complete ties with him because it's like he's such a weirdly ingrained person throughout comedy history not just like the movies he's directed it's like mm-hmm. you know executive produced this or you know had a hand in writing this and it's like fuck you know it's like I, I don't know it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like I feel like almost at a certain point it's like all right well just you're fucking done now and nothing going forward will be even like <laughs> respect or look at but you know because it's like you can't really throw Chinatown or Rosemary's Baby. Well, Rosemary's Baby's getting an increasingly weird ass movie to watch, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm just saying, like you know, like Polanski's obviously problematic, but it's like there's still filmmaking history involved there. You know, yeah. like it's yeah, I don't know. As we said before, do do whatever you feel right. If you feel like writing it out of history, go for it. I don't. I'm not going to judge you. But. I, I think I think it's been a natural evolution of just people not talking about it anymore. Yeah. Like his movies just don't get any play. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's not there's I, not like, like that one hardcore is like, man, Manhattan, everybody, you should totally check it out. It's like even that guy is like, nah. <laughs> yeah. The last one I even remember anyone mentioning anything about was Vicky Cristina Barcelona, which is like 2008, and he's yeah. made a movie every year since. Then. Yeah, he's made one every yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but I, couldn't I couldn't tell you any of them after that. Yeah. I mean, there have been times where I have almost slipped up and been like, hey, Crimes and Misdemeanors is on this streaming service. That movie's fucking great. You should watch it. But then I'm like, well, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Apologies to everyone in that movie who was fucking killing it. But sorry, I, I can't I can't throw that out there. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, I, mm-hmm. I it really seems like there's been a good like there's really not this movement of people out edgelord behavior out there like hey we're gonna watch woody allen movies i think i think everyone was pretty much like oh he's canceled cool well i mean that's i <laughs> i mean look i'm sorry i hate to say it but whatever i've said a lot of dumb shit in my in my day when your material is geared towards the audience that has a fucking brain and then you fuck up they're going to stop supporting you <laughs> i mean yeah. say what you will but i mean it's it, it he was writing highbrow you know left-leaning you know satirical shit you know and it's like it's mm-hmm. it's not like if somebody came out yesterday and say like yeah larry the cable guy's been raping people for like you know 16 years everybody would jump on the bandwagon of like no that ain't fucking true you know like it's <laughs> like 
It might be true, but he yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> right. So yeah. you I mean, shut up. <laughs> so I just well, they won't I'm even believe that he grew up a rich guy. So you know, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I'm just saying, nah, like, he's salt of the earth like me. Yeah. It's a lot easier to quote unquote soft cancel somebody when it's like the audience is already like, yeah, I'm on board with canceling. You know, like that's okay. Yeah. You know? Well, it's just like, like holy shit, the dude adopted a girl and then ended up marrying her. Like mm-hmm. what? Like. Well, just think, I don't, think about that actually, I don't think there was an adopt. Look, I'm not defending the guy. I've just, yeah. I've now watched some backstory. I don't, he never actually adopted her. Like, okay. it, yeah, she, she was like adopted by Mia Farrow, but they were never actually together in any way. He did adopt two of her kids, which is one of the subject matter of the movies, you know, mm-hmm. main focus of it basically so yeah yeah that's but, i mean i'm not re- saying regardless however it ended up it, right it not doesn't make it any less there, gross yeah, or weird i yeah, mean there's not no world it. where it's yes. not weird yes <laughs> weird, weird is shit i'm kind. just saying not necessarily illegal but probably is still yeah <laughs> because probably yes. should be well yeah and also thing. yes what we yeah. know of prior to this documentary not necessarily illegal on that side of things Whatever. I don't know why I'm trying to cover yeah. my base. Like Woody Allen's no. gonna be like, I'm gonna get litigious with the band cast. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, like I don't know why I'm like trying to like. Well, you know, like hold on. Like no, I don't give a fuck. Fucking, you know. Yeah, he's gonna be like, I really like that. I come in peace poster. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I'm coming for it. Yeah. It's gonna be mine. Yeah, I don't Fine, know why Woody, I'm suddenly like poster. going into like lawyer up mode. Like, well, hold yeah. on now. Like, hold on. I want to <laughs> say Woody Allen did anything wrong. Nothing illegal there per se, but <laughs> allegedly and words like that. Uh, but anyway, but whatever. The other thing yeah. I decided to watch is where I, you, you start getting a lot more angry, and I uh, I didn't necessarily know what I was getting in for, except that you know the completionist in me heard the zeitgeist rumbling about a thing, and I went investigating about the Britney Spears documentary because I was like, "What ah. the fuck is this?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's a whole series." Well, I can't just watch that because that's not the way my brain works. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. all of this. So I did. Uh, or, you know, at least up until that episode. I don't know if that was the finale thing. It's a it's a weird series because it's like every episode is a completely different length. Like the one about her is like an hour and 15 minutes. Some of them are like 30 minutes. It's oh, it's clearly like weird. a streaming thing where it's just like whatever you feel like saying, you have time. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. well, who uh, are the other subjects of... Well, it's it's called the New York Times Presents, so it's not really necessarily oh, about okay. people. It's okay. uh, like the first one is about coronavirus doctors and stuff and like what they had to go through with like shortages and supplies. And, you know, it was following and, you know, people were asked to like document their progress from like when it was announced to like when shit got bad. So it's a lot of like, you know, going to, you know, supply closet confessional thing from a cell phone as they're like breaking down from you know, all the bullshit. So not a happy thing, but it, it actually kind of has a semi uplifting ending sort of it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a weird one. Cause it's like, you know, you're clearly seeing like some messed up shit, but it kind of has that new spin of like, well, but what we're going to show you has a happy ending. Don't worry. It's like, you know, like we're not going to be like, here's this person you're following around. And then at the very end, it's like, you know, two days after we finished filming, this person <laughs> died. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like, Oh fuck. You know, <laughs> it's not one of those. <laughs> it's just, um, then one of them is about Brianna Taylor. So obviously that one's not a lot of fun one either, but it mm, was, nope. uh, interesting to see all of that, all of the facts presented. I, I never had that much information about 
the situation. So it was just, it was a good bit of, uh, you know, information. I mean, obviously it won't make you angry and what whatnot if, you know, I would hope. But the mm-hmm. one, uh, what else was there? There's one that's just totally inconsequential. It's just about a dude who's a young kid who's like a new hit musician guy and like his somewhat meteoric rise. He basically got like a big ass record deal with never having actually put out like even a demo tape, just like a couple of tracks on SoundCloud or something like that. And people were just like, this guy's got it. And they just threw a bunch of fucking money at him. But it was like, he's, I think they said he was an ex-con or at least juvenile version of it and stuff. But yeah, it's just like this profile and, you know, the kind of modern day tattooed sort of scummy rock people you know i mean i hate to say it i'm not trying to sound old i'm just like i don't understand when all of a sudden it was just like well let's get some face tattoos because that's the only way we can break into music it's like what if it doesn't work out <laughs> like 99 like of the people then you've mm-hmm. got fucking face tattoos for your rest of your life life post malone um but yeah no regrets yeah i guess <laughs> i look i I'm not that fogey-ish where I can like be like, don't get fucking face tattoos, live your life. I'm just saying it's weird that like suddenly that became the aesthetic for like breaking into music where it's like, yeah, grow your hair out, maybe get your earpiece pierced because you can get a haircut and take that shit out and it closes up. It's it's real hard to remove some fucking facial tattoos <laughs> and, hey, get you gotta a, commit. and get another <laughs> like job that doesn't involve the service industry. You you got to show the one remaining music exec that you're fucking serious <laughs> I, about I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that one's just like a mostly whatever episode. I was just like, yeah, okay, this one could be over. Um, but the one that pissed me the fuck off the most and made me find a new subset of people that I think I hate more than anyone else on the planet. Uh, there's one called the, I, I can't remember if it's the kid or the teenager. Teenager would be more, more apt, but I think the title of the episode is The Kid Who Hacked Twitter. It's about that day that the all the verified accounts started tweeting the bitcoin bullshit oh yeah and yeah. Then they found out it was like a 15 16 year old kid that did it yes yes but it gets a lot grosser than that when you hear because like at first you're like ha go kid that's pretty cool and then you watch <laughs> this and you're like fuck that guy forever and all of his fucking friends need to be literally killed for the safety of the human race mm. <laughs> like, um because well didn't they blackmail like a twitter employee to there's all kinds of shady shit but what's worse and like it goes into like all kinds of like SIM swapping and stuff, which basically means you can take over someone's phone number, which means you can capture like the text transactions, confirmations for Bitcoin slash blackmail them slash mm-hmm. get into all their personal stuff, all kinds of terrible things. And but like these people were making like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars at like 14, 15, 16. And they're fucked up just absolutely i you know people throw this word around but absolutely sociopathic brains cannot comprehend what to do with the money so there's video of them just going to nightclubs with like 10 20,000 watches on buying the most expensive champagne lining up in a row and pouring it all over the watches just to be like fuck money we didn't drink this shit we just ruined the watches just like fuck it all like we just made a fuckload of money like it's like it's like a, it's like a step level beyond be like wolf of wall street because at least like that shit was like we're gonna fuck our own lives up and live in excess like you know there's at least like scarface is like doing something it's not just literally like jokering setting the fucking money on fire you know what i mean it's like you know like it's it's fucked up and it's like you're not supposed to celebrate these people but it's like 
you're just literally throwing money away that you could go give to people that can't fucking eat, you asshole. Like, <laughs> like why? I mean, if you're going to scam people, which obviously I'm not in favor of, I'm just at least Robin Hood that shit. And I don't mean <laughs> get rich off the fucking stock market, Robin Hood. I mean, fucking literally give it <laughs> the to the actual, poor. Yeah. Yes. The real Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's that's such that's such an insulting fucking name like you know the redone Malibu <laughs> like you know, like, this, like I don't know I don't it's it's a toss up to me like them using Robin Hood for capitalist bullshit or like making that generic fucking sedan called in a Malibu you know? <laughs> yeah 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 anyway so how was the Britney episode well it's fine whatever I mean like <laughs> I'm look. Uh, here, here it Love is. It. Like, no, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> People like cry about shit that fucking matters. I look, it sucks for her or whatever. It doesn't actually because she's got a fuckload of money. And, you know, like there's. This isn't meant to sound cold, but like there's a lot of people that are suffering worse fates than whatever the fuck is going on with her and aren't crying themselves to sleep on satin sheets. So who gives a fuck? I don't care. I mean, like, I I can't possibly be given a shit to care about because you're talking about a multi-billionaire, you know, or whatever the fuck she is. You know, I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. unfair and it's it, it's awful with like the, you know, the sexual uh, object object objectification of her at like such a young age and all that awful stuff and all of that. It's like, yes, the path is terrible, but like we're now talking about a grown ass woman who. I feel like could probably do something about her situation if it was that bad, you know, like, I just don't think she's really trapped like Rapunzel in a tower, you know, (laughs) like it's not that dire for her. I don't think, I think, I just think people have like cooked up this scenario where it's like extra, extra victimizing her, you know? And like I said, it's it's not that her situation doesn't suck. It's just fucking cry me a river when there's people that can't eat at night, you know, that's, that's all I mean. I mean, yeah, people are just acting. Got, like, yeah. People are acting like it's like you know, like they are witnessing the crucifixion of Christ or something. The way some of them mm-hmm. are acting, it's just like Jesus. It's fucking get over it. Like you know, like just the the crying, leave Britney alone, folks and stuff. You know, like that that level of like, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, and it's tough when you know she's only getting ten percent of what she earned, and it's like ten sure. uh, yeah. percent of five hundred million is still like fifty billion dollars. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're doing better than me. Yes, and exactly. it's, and I mean, yes, she earned that money, all that, but it's just it's it's tough to find the sympathy there. Yeah, I when again, it's like, like I said, your it's, life is never going to be as difficult as you know someone who lived in an apartment complex that caught fire during all these freezes and they're fucked now. Yeah, that's what you I know? mean. It's like, like like I have a hard I feel sorry time for that. Yeah, I mean, even some of the biopics where it's just like. You know, that's why Walk Hard is such an amazing thing, because it's so true. It's just like all of these people are being like, don't do drugs. It's going to fuck it up. And like, I don't know. I think I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yes, this is exactly what happens. It's weak fucking willpower. And, and you know, people just be like here and other people going like, sure. Yeah. OK. And, you know, and it spirals from there. It's like, you know, like so mm-hmm. many people fuck their lives up and, you know, with drugs and don't make billions of dollars along the way so i mean you know like sad yes yes it is clearly but it's like you know like there are more worthy causes to champion it's like you know it's it's the factory worker getting fired versus the you know the fortune 500 ceo who gets fired you know like oh terribly sorry you lost your job however you'll be fine the other guy is now destitute and possibly unable to eat you know yep i 
I thought about jumping on that documentary when it was, you know, making the rounds and everyone was talking about it. And then I was just like, you know what? No, I, (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, I, I feel bad for what she went through. Sure. You know, like the, the whole like media dogpiling everything that was out of line. Uh, and then I think like, wow, it's really weird that South Park was ahead of the curve on this where they were that the Britney episode as horrific as it was, uh, was actually about, oh my God, society is killing this person. (laughs) For no reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 I think is the is the weirdest thing about it is you've you've got these people wailing and moaning about Britney, and it's like it's the same general hemisphere of people that are putting her in that position by buying the fucking gossip bags and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. you're so very close to the same people if you're not yeah. actually secretly the same fucking people, and it's like you know like this is a you know. We as a society have the ability to change this if we were actually truly morally outraged, you know, but I feel like it's we've hit this point where it's just like, well, we threw a bunch of money at you. So dance, monkey, dance like we don't really give a shit if we kill you, you know, just dance for as long as you can until you keel over. I I feel like the best thing that came out of it was the sort of resurgence of that clip of of Craig Ferguson uh, talking about how he's not going to make fun of her mm-hmm. and that it's a serious issue and, you know, it's it's not a punchline. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, it's not that I don't feel for her. It's just, like I said, when you put that at the tail end of all this other actual serious shit, minus the, you know, t- tattoo face, you know, hot beats, whatever his <laughs> name is. I don't know. But it's, tattoo face hot beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just say, like, you know, when you put it amongst all these other things, I mean, I just step back and go like, I don't give a fuck. Like, like, like I'm sorry. I just, I yeah. don't. Well, I think it's at like, the end oh of the no, day. Oh, no, the royals are sad. It, oh, no. You, you look at the issue and like when even if even if like you watch that documentary and you're like, yeah, I'm on Britney's side. It's like, OK, but what am I supposed to do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I? Am I supposed to go to the judge and be like, hey, judge, listen. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stir up a whole bunch of like, you know, media frenzy so that they start following her around all over again because they've mostly yeah. given her alone, you know, leave, left her alone because she's like 40 now, you know, right. it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's like, if you do that, it's just going to stir up a whole bunch of shit that's probably not, it's probably worse than what she's suffering otherwise, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just going to bring the paparazzi all around her again. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You can't fucking mm-hmm. win there. I mean, I can't do anything about most injustices except for like when it's someone who's down on their luck. I'm like, I've got five bucks here. I can contribute to whatever it is you're trying to do to get back on your feet. But it's like literally nothing I could do for Britney Spears except say, I I hope it works out. (laughs) I'm sorry that happened to you, but I I got to (laughs) go. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like they they barely scrape the surface on the whole like i mean clearly it was like they were vamping her the fuck up at like 13 and 14 i mean it's like stuff like they're showing shit that's like before like the baby one more time video which was still like i think she was only like 15 or 16 you know i'm just saying it's like they were showing like the mall shows and shit and it's just like this is such a fucked up weird double standard that like the world lives in it's like it's it's so stupid you know like (laughs) I, i don't know it's like I said, it's just like you, 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 I feel like there's, there's ideas to be explored that are deeper, you know, philosophical issues about society. And then at the end, it's just like, well, it's really, no, nah, it's just about her. It's her situation, specifically about her situation. It's like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, like, I, I think hmm. I would prefer to a documentary about like an anti paparazzi, you know, general documentary. Like that would have been more interesting, I think. 
just because it's like, let, you know, let's follow a couple of these scumbags around and see, you know. I mean, they do interview a couple of them. I mean, they, like, they interview one dude who was like, there's footage of, like, I think he was actually the guy that, like, got hit with the umbrella scandal or whatever fucking I I didn't know about this show I'm, I'm repeating it from the documentary but it's like he was some semi attacked paparazzo or whatever Oh I, yes dude. I remember yeah. that yeah and, you know that that kind of thing but it's like they're talking him and it was like you know I was trying to do legit magazine work you know taking news photos and things like that and it's like but what I get paid over here just couldn't even compare it's like you know it's like I know I sold my soul but Jesus <laughs> it's like you know I don't know. I, I am amazed that, uh, like, for the most part, I have no knowledge of what the paparazzi is doing anymore, like who they're following or anything, except for Ben Affleck. For some reason, they are camped out outside of his goddamn house every single day when they drop off six Amazon packages for him. And every day, a, a new photo appears of him trying to juggle Amazon Duncan. packages and his giant Dunkin' <laughs> coffee or whatever he's drinking. And I'm like, why are, what is Ben Affleck even doing that you give a shit about? Like, what could anybody give a shit about what Ben Affleck is doing? Chuck, celebrities, they're just like us. (laughs) Are they? I mean, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, no, six packages at the door. This is going to be hard to get them inside, but it's not news. (laughs) No matter who's doing it. Well, it also makes me wonder, like, who, like, what, what sites or newspapers or whatever are paying for these, like, these exorbitant amounts for a picture of... Ben Affleck juggling a Dunkin' Donuts and an Amazon box. I can only assume it's a TMZ running joke where they're just like, what's Ben Affleck up to today? You know. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't say he's in prime shape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. (laughs) I just always think of the the portrayal in Popstar. They just have their giant drinks and they just maniacally laugh around a circle, (laughs) destroying people's lives. (laughs) Pretty close. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that's Matt. about it. I, I, I yeah. Like rewatched Acreman, stuff like that. You know, nothing else like super exciting. Bouncing around other r- random things on streaming services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nothing exciting. <laughs> okay. Mackie, what do you have that's yeah. exciting? Uh, speaking of rewatches, I rewatched Scott Pilgrim versus the World because I needed some comfort food. And I was like, that movie makes me happy. And it's interesting, like in this, it's been, it might be like five years since I last watched it. I thought, I think it might've been more recent, but it's, it's been at least a few years since I have. And I was just struck by how, like, if I read this stuff on the page, I'd be like, man, fuck this. Like there's so much stuff like, like, I mean, even in the first scene where it's like, oh, she has, she, she, she'll geek. She has the capacity to geek. And I'm just like, there's a part of me that's like, uh, why you have to say that, you know, and it's, <laughs> but it's also interesting that like, it ends up becoming one of my favorite movies of all time, as far as how everything just works together. And I also watched, I watched the movie. And then the next day I watched the uh, cast reading that they did last summer to benefit. God, I forget. It's like the world water foundation or something. I forget what it's called. The WWF. No. <laughs> right. Sure. No, oh, but yeah. it was Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Well, water I mean, it, it was like a, it was like a fundraising razor thing for, you know, to, <laughs> I, I, I want to say the charity is just called water or something weird like that, but either way, you know, they, they all kind of got together and it was the majority of them. Like, I think they didn't have Kieran Culkin and they didn't have uh, Brie Larson. 
I think those are the only two people and, and uh, Johnny Simmons wasn't there. And so they just had like the guy who played Matthew Patel did, did his parts. That's young Neil was a, was that guy. So like they had a few people doing other voices and, um, but that was kind of fun. That made me realize how much the cast, you know, casting does matter. And it made me think about how many bad movies we've watched that like, in different hands could have been like just fucking amazing movies, you know? And that movie just like had this specific alchemy to it and getting Bill Pope to shoot it as well. Like there are effects shots in there that I'm still like, how the fuck did you pull this off? Like, <laughs> like you just watch it going, I like, I usually, I can figure out cause you know, I've in having done 3d modeling and CG and all that, even in the early days, like understanding how you make it interact with what you filmed there's still stuff where I'm just like, how the fuck did you do this right? You know, and how did you light it properly to make it look right with the CG? And like that movie is just seamless throughout. And I think that's kind of like, that's almost like Bill Pope's kind of his signature is it's like, you know, he shot the first, he shot the first three matrix movies. And I feel like with him, it's almost like we can do this in camera. I, I feel like it, like he has to be there going, here's how we can do this in camera. You know, when they do, plenty of Texas switches and that sort of thing, you know, where it's like, a, where it's just old style filmmaking where it's like, okay, that's This is going to be just out of frame. We're going to hand it to him. And then he's going to pop up with this thing and it's going to look, you know, whatever. It just like the example, when he, when he gets the package from Ramona and he tosses it over his shoulder and it goes in the trash can. I believe they shot that 33 times before he actually did it because they didn't want to just CG it. And technically they could have had him throw it up, had someone catch it and then have another person drop it into the thing. But for some reason they wanted it live, (laughs) but just all those little things. And in watching the cast read, like just seeing how many of those actors just slipped right back in to being that character, like Chris Evans, you know, probably one of like might be one of the biggest movie stars in the world. He's just like, this is so cool. I'm, I'm, I, this is so cool that we're doing this, you know, like he, like he's having a ton of fun. And then he, he apologizes cause he has to leave once his parts are done. He's like, I have to go. I don't want to go guys, <laughs> you know? And it's like seeing how much these people enjoyed doing that. And some of the people, it's like amazing how quickly they slipped into character and how many of them gave like almost identical line readings and you can tell like, okay, you must've watched this movie since then, you know, you must've, and I've always wondered about that too. Like if you're in a movie, you know, you take, yeah, there's people like Denzel. that will be like, no, I never watch any of my movies. Once it's done, it's done. You know? And then I'm sure there's people who are like, man, that turned out really good. I, I might want to watch that, you know? And you just, you wonder which, which actors actually care about rewatching the movies they've been in or how many of them are just like, nah, fuck it. Probably mm-hmm. all the ones that get better. <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know like I suppose it, it could have a tendency to make you neurotic and like not be able to act better because you're just too focused on everything you're trying to correct but I feel mm-hmm. like most people would probably take notes at what they did and mm-hmm. correct it yeah I'm sure plenty of them go yeah time. I've done this yeah. different or yeah whatever and I'm sure plenty of them go yeah they should have used a different take I don't like that take you know <laughs> but but yeah there's there's just there is some kind of alchemy about that movie that it also, like, I think I said it on Twitter. It's like, I, I'm pretty cool musically. And I feel like I would never have been able to put together a soundtrack as cool as this one. And it's cool in a different way for Baby Driver. Because Baby Driver, it's like, oh, yeah, that song. 
oh yeah, that song. You know, you recognize so many songs that pop up. And there's some that are just a bit too obvious. You know, like when Nowhere to Run starts playing right near the end, it's like, okay, come on. But, <laughs> you know, like, like with Scott Pilgrim, not only is it like just indie songs that most people don't know or lesser known songs from known artists, but it's also just, you know, hiring Beck and Broken Social Scene and other people to actually just make songs specifically for that, for these bands to play, and then teaching the actors to play the instruments so they can play the songs. There's there's something about that too. And yeah, I just, I, I love that movie. I love how it all came together. And I feel like just reading it, I would have been like, nah, this is trash. <laughs> like if you had handed me the script and I didn't know anything else, I'd be like, yeah, this is kind of crap. And it's, and it was a little disappointing hearing Michael Sarah uh, doing his parts for that, for that read. Cause I feel like he wasn't putting anything extra into it. And a lot of other people were, you know, and obviously like the guy who plays Matthew Patel, like it's like, he's kind of, he's been in a lot of stuff, but he's kind of moved on to directing as well. But you can tell he was like relishing being able to give those lines again, you know, and, and actually he sings along to the song, which is like probably the worst song in the, in the movie, but I'm not a Bollywood person. So that's, that probably has something to do with it, but, but yeah, some movies are just fun and they'll always be fun for you. And I'm glad that it, that it holds up for me. Even if I notice things and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a little cringy. And you know, the, the gay stereotypes that they use are probably at some point the, the police are coming for that one as well, you know, because they're going to be like, oh, so it's the lesbian who's angry that the woman's not a lesbian anymore. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, all right. And then, oh, so the gay guy just sleeps around with every other gay guy he finds. It's like, okay, fine. It, I mean, I know it's played for jokes, but I, I get it, guys, you know, but I, I just, I'm waiting for that to happen at some point. Does but I that think that mean they've canceled Grinder. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are plenty saying. of gay people who will tell you that they're incredibly committed to their partners. And it's basically, you know, it's sure. Yes. It's, it's, it's just this gay stereotype that. No, no, know, no, I mean, no, no, no. I, I didn't. It, to me, it had nothing to do with fidelity. It was just more about like, you know, especially gay men. It's like you've got two people who are equally ravenously horny. So like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, that's why Grindr is like a fucking fuck fest. Because it's just like, yes. you know, dudes yeah. are like, fuck, yeah, fuck, 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 you know, just, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment. Yes. I'm just like, no, finally, I, it's a situation yeah. where both people want to have sex all the time. Right. I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. Please don't cancel me. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying, but there's a certain stereotype that that movie does nothing to dispel. And it becomes part of, you know, obviously it's part of the jokes, you know, because almost every character in that movie is a stereotype in some way, shape or form. So I think that's what shields it a little bit. And of course they lampshade so many things in it where they go, you know, just just like when the Bollywood number starts, that his sister just going sitting up in the audience, going, "Wait, what?" You know, just like <laughs> all those sorts of things that happen throughout. You know, is just like the right amount of sauce to kind of to kind of temper all of the the silly shit that goes on in that movie. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I would I would not unless you're like a super fan, I wouldn't say that that table read thing is essential by any means. It's just kind of a fun way to experience it a little bit more and you know they don't really break character or do a lot of goofy extra stuff much there's only like two or three instances of it total 
in the whole thing. Otherwise, they pretty much play it pretty straight throughout, which is a little weird, but... Yeah, so but far, I've watched the Community one and the West Wing one. That's <laughs> yeah. the only two kinds of those things I've I've watched. Yeah, I was going to say the, the West Wing one was was unique in the same way that you were saying. That everyone just slid right back into character, mm-hmm. you know, for an episode of television that was 10 years ago. Uh, and they had done countless episodes of that show after that to just slide back into this early West Wing episode and... Like, even have the same line reads, like, just remembering the inflections that they used mm-hmm. on certain, it, it's And that's what remarkable. makes me wonder, like, if people, re, if actors rewatch this stuff or if yeah. they just move on. Because I swear, like, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like, almost every reading she had was, like, identical to the movie. Hmm. And it was, it was just kind of crazy. And you don't know if it was just, like, because she knew how she wanted the character to be and just kind of knew, okay, how would this character say this? And that kind of ends up being the same thing or what? But, yeah, I mean, or just the fact that, like, depending on the scene, like, sometimes they have to memorize and say that shit so many goddamn times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really just it could just head. be muscle memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she rattled off all the types of tea without a without a hitch. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm, and I'm sure line reads like that are the things you memorize by some, you know, some method, whatever, your, mm-hmm. whatever your method is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but Bill Pope, man, I. I need. To, I'm gonna watch more Bill Pope movies. That kind of became my my thing, and I was like, oh yeah, he shot Army of Darkness. Holy cow! You know, like you go back, he's like Dark Man. That was Bill Pope. <laughs> there's, and then there's some that are just like, okay, this was. I'll take work, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but the the Dean Cundy method. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's uh he's uh. This most recent one is going to be the Shang Chi movie. Oh, so he's. That gives me a little more interest in it. I also realized he did not shoot Matrix 4, so that could be interesting. Don't have a lot of... I know. Well, I mean, the Wachowskis have kind of... I can't say I've liked anything they've made since the Matrix. And that's just it. It's only only one of them. Like, the other one's not even involved. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. It's... I, I want to say, like, there's like I, I think like one of them felt like they felt like had an idea or something and then everyone's like hell no nope done with that and, wow yeah, so it's yeah so i mean if you know regardless of if you like some of the later output it's like you also have a you know alien resurrection situation where it's like some you know a team that was so used to working together now someone pulling it solo it may not turn out so well <laughs> mm. yeah yeah i will we'll see but yeah bill pope not being on board kind of bums me out for that and it reminded me i need to watch alita battle angel because i still haven't watched it yet but he shot that as well oh okay the movie's great yeah good movie and that's that's not anti captain marvel or whatever the fuck that movement was (laughs) really (laughs) that's that's just battle angel is a legit great movie what now that was some weird thing or it was like we like was it was it star wars which who knows man who cares? I forget <laughs> like, what the I forget I, what the boycott was. It was like go see Battle Angel instead of this, and I think it had to be Star Wars. I feel like Captain Marvel was an early in the yeah, year thing. Yeah, you might be right. I forget what dumb thing it was because I feel dumb. like Captain Marvel was wasn't that like the one where it was like they did 
well, like Infinity War, and then that came out, and there was in the spring, and then it was like Endgame or something like that. Yeah, because it was yeah, like, yeah, oh it shit, we, we it came ex- out a month before right. Endgame came out. Yeah, it's like we got to explain how she's just suddenly going to show up. <laughs> right, so we should probably put this movie out. <laughs> yeah, people might want to know. Yeah, and it came yeah. out about the same time as uh, Shazam, right? Uh, Somewhere around sure. there, yeah. Yeah, because I know there was Shazam. that. Because <laughs> uh, you know there was plenty of well, the real the real Captain Marvel movie is right. All that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck all that. Yep. Oh, but hey, speaking of Shazam. <laughs> speaking of Shazam. Uh, so I watched another animated DC movie. Oh. Uh, I watched. Uh, so this is actually where the modern DC arc starts. Like, there is a specific through line from this point on through all the animated movies that they're all supposedly the same universe. Um, so I watched uh, justice league, uh, the flashpoint paradox because I felt like I don't know shit about the flash and maybe I should know some things about the flash. This didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Cause this just throws you right into like deep flash lore of just like, He's got his own fucking museum and, you know, all the bad guys have shown up to wreck it. What Flash things do you not know? He's got a pretty simple origin story. I mean, I yes, I know his mom's dead and <laughs> and, his, and they blamed his dad, but it sure. Was but like, I mean, like anytime a Flash character is mentioned, I'm like, I don't sure. know who that is. Okay, because uh, my only Flash knowledge comes from that '90s show, which is basically like, okay, Mark Hamill's the trickster, I think, and that's that's all I that's all I know. I watched that show religiously and then mm-hmm. was like pissed when it got canceled. Uh, hey, but that Flash is in the new Flash show as the yeah, as heard, another Flash. Yeah, and he's supposedly in more stuff co- going forward, something or other. Uh, it, it's it's not a confusing story. It's it's a very simple story to follow. It's just that it's such a deep dive of characters that they throw in here, and it's like here's a character acting out of their element, and oh, they're dead, and it's like I don't know who that was. I don't know how they're supposed to act. I don't know why that was weird. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah that's kind of what we were saying about the what if thing like that's a that's a sure hard, that's well that's a that's an elseworlds thing where it's like it totally relies on knowing all of the characters and why yeah. the script is flipped yes just like red sun basically but yeah yeah you're better off like doing something more like gotham by gaslight where it's like i know batman characters i get this right. you know. and and that's why i've kind of been jumping around in this series because it's been like i know the justice league characters mm-hmm. uh but on occasion, there would be a character who no one ever says their name. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Like, there are a couple of members of the Justice League who never have a line and no one addresses them. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. Describe their costume. No, I'm just I, I don't want to play the game. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> off, off air. We'll, we'll, we'll play okay. that soup. Okay, great. But... So there's one there's one minor thing in this movie that made me laugh. So first of all, this group called the Shazam Kids shows up and I'm like, the fuck is this? And it's like six kids who just merge into Shazam when they say Shazam. And I'm like, I don't understand this. I don't understand where this came from. So like a human Voltron? Yes, (laughs) exactly. It's exactly. As soon as it happened, I'm like, wait, who's like the leg? Like, this is gross. Like, what the fuck is happening? These are children. It's like a super Muppet band, basically. You know, they're just all in like one big Shazam costume together. They all just shove shove themselves in a trench coat. (laughs) Station from Bogus Journey. Yes. Yes. But so, okay. And once the Flashpoint thing happens, uh, the, the thing with Batman is that Bruce Wayne died in the alley. Thomas Wayne is still alive 
and he's old, grizzled, fucking drunk ass Batman. And okay with using guns. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Just mur- throwing people off buildings, murder them. This Batman totally fucking murders whoever. Uh, it's it's anytime also, this sh- it's anytime also implied that-, that Martha Wayne. Uh, why'd you say that name? Uh, yes, she became, she the, became Joker. the Joker. <laughs> it's a real weird, like, whoa, this is so out of the way, off the wall. Um, but anytime the Shazam kids show up and Batman is in the scene, he fucking hates them. <laughs> they show up and he's like, <laughs> it's great. Every time it happens, it's just like Batman just wants to murder these kids. And it's so good. Hell yeah. And I don't know what the backstory, I don't know what the reason for, but I, I, I felt the same way. Like I see these well, kids, I'm like, oh man, yes, see, Batman, murder the kids. You see his kid was murdered in an alley. Right. And uh, now he doesn't like any kids. That's like sense. how Batman doesn't like parents. <laughs> <laughs> see, all these criminals are out there. We're just tr- trying to provide for their family. And Batman's around there punching them, not because they're criminals, but because they're parents. Yes. It's the secret or- Batman origin that you never knew until now. Right. <laughs> Makes well, you get that orphan sense. vision. Yeah. The orphan vision allows you to see parents. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like predator vision, but specifically for parents. Yeah, it's all you can see yeah. is parents. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's it's good. It's it's a well made. Apparently, tells that story rather faithfully. Um, Why'd you say apparently? <laughs> uh, but yeah. You know, it's it's one of the 27 animated movies that are on uh, HBO Max. So, you know, it, it's the, the, they're they're not as long as regular movies. They're usually like around 75 minutes or so. They're they're really easy to watch. And if you have any DC knowledge at all, it's like, OK, I, I get where this is going. I recognize the players here. So uh-huh. now that you have HBO Max and it's no longer like, well, I don't even know where to find it. Why, why, why don't you go back and like watch Batman and animated series or have you ever? <laughs> I might. Well, I'm just saying, I, it, like, it's just that's a that's a bigger time commitment than just well, sitting down and watching one. Yes, you know. I I understand, but you, and I, you, I have a couple of other shows that I'm working through. Break so. it up over time. Also, yeah. the, also the Justice League cartoon is fantastic. So these are all things I I yeah. do intend to watch. I, so. I will warn you the 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 hard. I think they break it up into two different series on HBO Max, so you may not even search out the other one, but I haven't actually looked. But I think it's like three seasons of Batman the Animated Series, and then it changed mm-hmm. to like the new Batman Adventures or Batman and Robin Adventures or something like that, and the right. art style changed. It's still worth watching, but it's like, ooh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like tone changed pretty hard, where it was just like, yeah. you know, somebody clearly was like, uh, the kid, not enough kids are liking this. <laughs> They're turning the channel. Uh, so, yeah. Anyone have anything else? So, uh, quick quick no. fact for Harlow. Okay. <laughs> Bill Pope shot most of uh, the sequences for Cosmos. Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. Weird. Yeah. I, that's Like I said, that's an insane thing, because like, Alan Silvestri does the music for it, and it's a fucking mm-hmm. TV show. It's just like they brought out some fucking guns for that thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and there's lots of people like doing voices for weird animated things that it's never like, hey, look who we got. I'm just like, you know, you'd stack at the end, you're like, holy shit, that was Carrie Elways. <laughs> it's like doing a voice, but, you know, nothing that looked like him. I, I actually, I recognized his voice because he was doing his Wesley style, mm. half American, half British thing. Carrie Elways plays evil Aquaman in the Flashpoint Paradox. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which was really weird. I once again do not like the art style. It's a different art style than the later ones. But I don't know whoever, whatever, wherever they're farming these things out to. I don't. 
I don't know what the direction is for the animation. I don't like it. I just, I can't. It... In this one in particular, everyone has really tiny heads and giant fucking bodies. Mm-hmm. And it looks really dumb. It just looks really dumb. Is is that where they started giving the big giant colors? For like every superhero like has to protect Some, their neck. Yeah, yeah, that starts to creep up. Well, I just, I mean, like, I feel like that was super distracting when it first happened, and then like by the third or fourth movie, I just stopped noticing. I mean, I think <laughs> I feel like Superman's costume's the weirdest because it's like there was one incarnation where like his came up like almost to his chin. I'm like, yes, the mother the fucker's bulletproof. <laughs> he doesn't need more costume. Yeah, like, you know. yeah, they were doing that. It comes all the, it's like a fucking turtleneck, yeah. <laughs> Superman turtleneck. I'm like. Well, who cares, man? Yeah. They <laughs> shot Brandon Routh in the eye, and it was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Ruth, man. Routh? I've never... I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's know. Routh. Yeah, I think it's Routh. I, I think it is Routh. I'm trying to remember now how they introduced him on the uh, on the uh, read-through thing, but... Oh, well. one last thing. It's more that I didn't watch it. I just... Um, <laughs> enough time had passed where I was like, you know... I fell off the Berlanti, you know, CW Arrowverse shows a, a couple mm-hmm. seasons back. It just, it was like, I don't remember what the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was just like, it's all right, it's too many. I can't fucking keep up anymore. <laughs> and then so somewhere along the way, I was like, I should go back and watch this Crisis on Infinite Earth things that people wouldn't shut the fuck up with for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took like a week and a half and it was over. Well, yeah, because yeah, I mean, casting it's, news for two years. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, it, it was the biggest one. This one was split over five shows, uh, you know, because like they threw Batwoman in to this mix. But huh? whatever. I don't know. Um, hmm. But yeah, it was like, first off, I had to go Google what the hell is the start order? Like, which one is actually number one? <laughs> and it turns out it was Supergirl. And like five minutes in, it was a cross between like, I have... They are literally saying gibberish because I haven't watched the show in so long <laughs> to the most ham-fisted fucking cameo things that I've ever seen. And I was like, no, nah, I think I'm good. Like, <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, at first I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Because they're like, the, there's an intro, intro sequence where it's just like panning around all the multiverse earths and stuff. And it was like earth 89 and there's robert wool sitting reading something in gotham and it was like earth six six and it, there's burt ward and it was just like <sighs> <laughs> and also it's like burt ward's so fucking old and fat now it's just like if he hadn't said holy fucking whatever he said it was like <laughs> i wouldn't have known who the hell he was like i was just like you know i mean adam's saying like adam west still looked and sounded like adam west you know, did, until yeah. the day he died. It's like there was nothing about Burt Ward if he hadn't gone, holy whatever thing. And, you know, <laughs> it was like and, and he was wearing like red and green or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's Robin. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I yeah, believe it's great. holy rusted metal, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's holy and it's rusted. It's metal. The jokes are better when you explain them, Robin. <laughs> so, so is that literally what they were doing? They just said Earth 89? Yeah. Yes. And they chose the year. Mm-hmm. So, I, so far, I mean, you know, I, I look, that was just the part of it. I mean, there was a whole bunch more cameos to come. I just, I was so lost with what the hell was like happening plot wise. I was like, I'm either going to go back and watch the rest of the show and get to this naturally or just say, fuck it. And I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's going to go either way. But it was literally gibberish because it was like, yeah, just like when you're fighting the something, something over in Zoltar. And I was like, oh, all right. OK, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Mm hmm. I mean, That's I good. would have because I was paying attention. I'm just saying, like, I, I fell <laughs> off and it was like they were talking about shit she fought like last week. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> or 
Also, she has a neck protector too now. So sure, yeah. Well, you got man. That's neck. how I felt watching the fucking Power Rangers movie last night. It was just like you're saying words, but I don't know what you're uh, talking about. <laughs> oh, look at all those words you're saying. It's so good. <laughs> Let me just say real quick. Turbo, the Power Rangers movie, fucking sucks. <laughs> I am shocked. Shuck. Shuck. It is hot, hot garbage. <laughs> well, now we know. For roughly 10 to 12 minutes, I thought we would have fun watching this as a Bamcast movie. And then that feeling quickly left my body. <laughs> Didn't you say the Power Rangers don't even show up till an hour and 12 minutes into the movie? Well, it's correct. That's what classic a power. Movie? He's talking well, about the classic I mean, they power don't, rangers. They don't have power rangers outfits on until 72 oh. minutes in. It's oh. just them walking around doing regular shit. Wait, and I'm is like, it, is this the one where they pass the torch and it's like you, you have all new rangers and uh, some there's the some ones? new rangers. One breaks his back because he flips out of a kickboxing ring. And then there's a little kid blue ranger now. Uh, there were two rangers who were in the previous movie who were off the team in this one and but they show back up anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't yeah, know. Okay. Rogue Rangers. No, not that important. I just thought no, I thought it was not. a I thought I remembered it being like a oh here's a whole new team and the old team shows up at like the 30 40 60 minute mark or something. No, like. nothing nothing okay. like that. Okay. It, it's mostly a team. One guy breaks his back and they're like, "Oh, what do we do? We got no blue ranger." Mm. And oh, the, no. and then there's like, "Hey, here's a kid, put him in there." <laughs> uh but I will say, and I remember this coming up when we did the first movie, uh, that Harlow, you specifically had promised me like kaiju stuff. You're like, oh, these always end with a big kaiju battle. And I was like, all right, cool. And then that movie ends with a bunch of CG bullshit. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sucks. Fuck you. How dare you? This is just straight on dudes in suits okay. punching each other at the end of this movie. And It's so, what you want. Yeah, basically. what The Power Rangers Voltron up and put all their cars together and become, you know, a big robot and that's they punch li- a monster that's a bunch. So literally every normal episode. Okay. I mean, well, they had I don't know cars this time. anything beyond the original Power Rangers. I okay. don't purport to know anything but the original series, which I know someone is going to be like, mm, actually, that was Super Sentai plus something plus something and all new American <laughs> people and I don't care. Dude, just block them. <laughs> Tell them come when they come at you Rangers, with anime, you block you them. Block them. <laughs> anime and Power Rangers, both blockable offenses. Yes. Yeah. Also, I, Boy, just, you, I, just, I just triggered him because I also said Super Sentai, and I'm probably that's probably wrong. And everyone's like, "How dare that. you talk about that when you don't know anything about Super Sentai?" <laughs> yes, I will say though, you mentioned the fucking Power Rangers on Twitter, and holy shit, like people, regular ass people who probably work in banks and shit that you followed for years who've never shown any kind of inclination towards this shit are all of a sudden, okay, dude, listen, no, first you need to go back, and you need to watch episode seventy eight of this, and then you know, <laughs> I'm like, nah, I, this is just on his background noise at this point. I don't care. <laughs> I had someone do that with me, that. I made some Dragon Ball joke reference thing, like base, super base thing, because I've never seen a fucking barely a second of that in my life. Uh, did we watch? We watched the movie, right? We did. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm saying that's more Dragon Ball <laughs> that I've seen in any other medium. Period. Uh-huh. So yeah. yeah, suck on that. But yeah, somebody was like, you know, Dragon Ball Z is not the original Dragon Ball. You actually have to go back and watch Dragon Ball. And I was just like, well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll just do that. <laughs> Let me stop. Hold right up, there, there partner. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's not being mean. I just don't want to waste your time. Yeah, it's, it's like not, I appreciate your knowledge base, and I, I'm thankful that you want to share it with me. Yeah, but I ain't gonna remember this. And I'm not gonna take your advice. 
Imagine dragging these balls over here. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. about it, right? I mean, yeah, that's we, got, it, yeah. we got no more variety, right? No, that's yeah. all the variety we I got. Think we've yeah. had enough varieties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought we might bring somebody on as like a musical guest or something like a true variety hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> No, Chuck, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, contact info. Uh, yeah, check check out our website, bmfcast.com. I was at bmfcast.com. Like, please spell that phonetically. <laughs> that wouldn't B-M-F-C-A-S-T help. B-M-F-C-A-S-T.com. You can go to bmfcast.com. I own the domain. So oh, well, go there, too. It's straight there. Yeah. 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 Go to all our domains. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're slash Bamcast on almost all social things, but there's also links on the main website. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us uh, bmf at bmfcast.com. There's, if you have questions, we have a phone number. That's 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. That's 910-556-9263. We should probably call that and make sure it's make still, sure it's still there. running. <laughs> well, let's do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good time, right? Sure. Yeah. This is part. This is variety. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> let's see what, let's we never call ourselves. Let's, make, let's see what happens. Okay. Oh, it's me. <laughs> Just a test. It's gonna say caller. Turn down your turn down your mic, caller. Hey, how come Garfield's not ringing? <gasps> the suspense is killing me. Pick up, Bamcast. Come <laughs> on, guys. I need to talk to you. I'm in a truck. And I've had 14 fiber ones. He was Thank in. you for calling the BMF cast and no quarters hotline. Home of the Garfield phone. Leave a message after the beep and you will be connected with us. Fuck you. <laughs> I hope Google translates that properly when I look at the email. <laughs> So that's that's one message down. You can't leave that one, uh, otherwise you're trite. Yeah. It's already been left. So yeah, don't be copycats. Yeah, come up with something original. But yeah, it's still there, and obviously we don't answer it. So you're you're free to leave a message. Um, but come up with something better. Than I did. Uh, yeah, we'll play it on a future episode. But most importantly, yeah, let's talk about capitalism for a second, because holy shit, it's great, ain't ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Grade A capitalism, yes. Grade, grade A capitalism a. is, well, it's grade A. There's no letter higher except for Z if you're going up. But go over to patreon.com slash bmfcast and uh, you can sign up. We have different tiers. We have different things, but everything gets you something. Even the lowest amount gets you basically an entire other thing, first half-ish kind of show that still persists. Mm-hmm. Chuck and I doing Bathcast Extra, but yeah. we've got a Doctor Who show, there's an X-Men show, there's shows of shows. That's not true, because no, we're not Sid Caesar. we have no Sid Caesar shows. Yeah. <laughs> there's or, a lot of Woody archive Allen, stuff that you yeah, get access to too. as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, the archives are vast. A lot of canceled shows. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, we got a translation from... Oh, <laughs> it fucked it up. Oh, no. Did <laughs> it say duck you? It says, talk to you. Oh. <laughs> That's much nicer. That now we're going nice. to think we got a nice message from Harlow. Yeah. We're going to hit right. it. And it's Talk gonna, to you. Yeah. And you hit it and it goes, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Just like, yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also do right. Also on Patreon, uh, I believe any... Well, no, it's free right now. We've removed the poll tax until uh, we are allowed to walk amongst the public. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and we have uh, polls sometimes for our extra movies, so you actually can, can direct us. Uh, you can be the ones that make us dance like the monkeys that we are until we die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so get on that. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, fellas. Yeah. That is, I think. Let's get out of here. Okay. I'm Harlow. Let's, I'm Mackie. <laughs> I'm Chuck. <laughs> and this is Bamcast out, motherfuckers. Dude, you're juiced up tonight. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I've given up. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.